One, spend time. Yes. Two, protect them. Three, lead them. Four, be consistent. Welcome to Squeaky Tree Podcast. <laughs> my name is Nathaniel, and this is my wife. Jessica. The one and only beautiful one. If you're back for more, good, because we're back for more. That's right. We make podcasts on Bible, life, and testimonies. Yes. And you can find us on YouTube. Spotify. And all the podcasting sites, yes. pretty much. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so if you're on a podcasting site, see us on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, make sure you check us out on the podcasting site. Yep. Do, do yeah. just, just go on all of them. Give us a big thumbs up. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and thanks, a follow. And a thanks to all our sponsors. We don't have any, but we just thank, oh, we thank wait, you. Wait, what? <laughs> if you haven't noticed, uh, for those, we got our, I'm wearing my Squeaky Tree shirt, right? Matches the logo here. But then look, our new stuff came in. Squeaky Tree hats. Yeah. So we got the girl one. It's uh, maroon, uh, like the red color theme. and then the I white. love it. It has the little tears and stuff in it. It's so cute. And then mine's more of like the flat bill one with the uh, in gray. Love so it. did a little something different. It. But yeah. So what are we what are we talking about? How to have a solid foundation right. to grow healthy kids out of. Okay. Yeah. Four easy steps. So what are the four easy steps? One, spend time. Yes. Two, protect them. Three, lead them. Four, be consistent. Be consistent. Be consistent. Be consistent. Why what did I say? Be contentent. <laughs> be- be consistent. Be consistent. All right. So, yeah. So, those are the four easy steps on um, growing a healthy, your your kids uh, healthy, doing a good healthy foundation for them to grow on, to stand on. Mm-hmm. And um, for people that don't really know what in the world that means, I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, if you build a house on a poor foundation, it's going to crumble. So, this is the same with your kids. Emotionally, spiritually, mentally, mm-hmm. you know, everything, you're... you're you're wanting as a parent to build your kids on a solid foundation so that when they get older, mm-hmm. they have something to stand on. Yeah. So, number point unero numero. Okay. So, you know, just in our own life, it's sometimes it's hard uh, because our to-do list starts taking over. Our schedule t- starts taking over. We're tired. Maybe we don't want to hear <clears throat> anymore. Right. And so we... Um, Going off of number one, spend time. Quality time. Quality time. Quality time. Quality time. Quality time with them. And so it's hard when your to-do list is big and mm-hmm. your um, schedule is packed and things like that. And so, but it's so important. This is so, so, so important to have quality time. Your kids need to know that you care. Yes. Our kids need to know that we care. Yes. And um, well, our kids are going to grow up, but yeah. our schedule and our to-do list is still going to be there. Right. That's something my mom always taught me. Uh, my parents did a great job with spending time with us. You're talking about the great Beverly Lachavo? <laughs> That everybody in the world knows. <laughs> yeah, she's our sponsor. Yeah, she is our sponsor. <laughs> Def- definitely. She's definitely. the only other person who has a hat and, and a, a shirt. shirt. <laughs> um, 
No, but it's true. Uh, quality time. And see, um, people, I think, find that kids are an annoyance. So they kind of mm-hmm. shove them off. And really, the kids want to spend time with their 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 mom, their mom and dad, with their dad, whatever the, the case situation may be. And uh, But they, they want that quality time. And see, the more quality time you spend with them, the louder your voice gets for them. Mm-hmm. to speak into their lives. But if you don't give them that, they're going to find it in something else. And that mm-hmm. something else is going to have a louder voice than you are mm-hmm. down the road. Yeah. So quality time is yeah, that very reminds important. Me, quick, quick story. This is a funny story. This happened today. You don't know about it. So Eli came upstairs and he's crying. He's crying. And him and Cody were playing downstairs and they were drawing. And um, he's crying, and he's like, Cody's going to break his hips. And I was like, he's going to break his hips? Why? Because of the way he's sitting. Aiden and Alex, which his cousins, told me that if you sit that way, you will break your hips. <laughs> <laughs> and so Aiden and Alex are, you know, they spend, ti- they spend time with Eli and Cody. They've spoken into their lives that um, – e- they become a role model for him. They're right. his older cousins. And right. so what they say is taken to heart. And mm-hmm. so he really thought that that um, that he was going to break his hips. So that just goes off of what you're saying. Like right. kids want that time. They yes. want to see your eyeballs. Yes. They want to know. Smell your bad breath. Yeah. They, <laughs> I'm just They want to yeah. know that you are, that you're there. And so, yeah. Oftentimes, we're ready to get to tomorrow, to a vacation, to a weekend, and we miss out on today and all the moments that we could have had when you got home from work or they got home from school or just before they left, all these quality times, and you can't get back yesterday. You're going to get to tomorrow, most likely, majority of the time, Mm But you can't go back to yesterday. Right. So it's really important to... You can't, uh, you can't gain back what you lost. Yeah. What's some ways that, for our listeners, what's some ways that maybe we spend time with the kids and also that they can spend time with the kids? What's some good quality time things? Well, I mean, honestly, really anything that uh, involves you... in f- See, quality time, it's not just about like, Throwing your car, kids in the car and just driving for three hours. Quality time is like you actually in their face, being involved in what they're doing, even maybe listening to what they want to do. Mm, that's good. Um, so a lot of times... So well, it doesn't have to involve money, you're saying? No, no. Um, you know, a lot of things we do is uh, we build bonfires together. The boys love building fires, and so we spend time building fires. And I'm and in the process, I'm also teaching them um, the safeties of fire and how to build a fire and different types of fires, like you know how to build in all these different types of uh, fires and situations. And you know, from doing that and spending months, really, because mm-hmm. since we've been here, months. Um, or a year, really, um, since we've been here. Um, I came home t- today for work, and they had a fire going. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was actually a really good fire. Uh, so it They're just, six and five, by the way, and they, they, can, they could survive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that's, you know, that's just one way we spend time. Um, spending time in, in, in a movie is not, it's a 
different type of quality it's time. It's an exciting thing to do as a family. But it's not pure quality time because there's no full-on um, mm-hmm. interaction and talking and, and really, like, you know, just listening and training, you know? So, like, literally the entire time I was out there with the bonfire with Eli, he did not take a breath. He talked the Aww. entire time I stood out there. And so I just sat there and just listened. And then, you know, he would ask a question, which 99% of the questions he asked, I really have no answer to. Because he was like, you know, Dad, how far is space from Earth? And I was like, I don't even know how to answer that question. So I was like, I, I don't know, son. Really but yeah, it's a good, I was like, but hey, you know, but he, the point is, is that I'm not like, that's a stupid question. Mm-hmm. I'm in, and he, he's, in, he noticed that I'm involved in the conversation because I'm answering him. We're talking, we're talking about the fire. So that's just one example, but you know, it could be a, uh, anything, you know. We, yeah, something I love to do. With the boys is cook dinner, cook a, a, a sweet treat or cook some homemade bread or right. rolls or something like that. And so they all pile up on the counter. And all you can tell by looking at the dinner that kids have been involved in dinner. <laughs> Not because it doesn't taste good, but it usually looks crazy. Yeah, so they all pile up on the counter and they're scooping out flour. They're doing, I mean, it's every, it's everywhere. Yes, flour Absolutely is everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. But Absolutely. it's okay because we're making memories. Yes. And they're learning how to cook at the same time. Right. And they're learning how to, you know, help out the woman in the house. Right. You know? And, and it's just, it's quality time for mom, you know, with mommy. And, you know, we do the gardening, we do gardening together. We also, like, I'm going to tell you what. Baby goats are like the best things that you could ever come across. They're a blast to be around. They're 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 so cute, but also like their energy. And so we spend a lot of time together as a family with the baby goats. And you know we we're talking farm stuff, but a lot we have a playset that we got for super cheap that I put together. Mm -hmm. So the boys want me to push them, so I'll I'll just stand over there and I push them on the swing, and we just they talk to they they never stop talking. So they'll talk while they're on the swing, and then you know we'll we'll throw the football together. We jump on trampoline. the trampoline together. We look for you know so frogs you, and turtles. And spin- so we just do a bunch yeah, of stuff. Yeah, what if that you don't have them. a yard? You know, well you can. There's board games. Board There's games. puzzles. We've done puzzles. We sat. I think oh last week we what sat I- inside and did like three puzzles. What am I, you know, we lived in a camper for three years, so it's not even about the the space. You know, right. we've never talked about that here on the podcast. That's okay. Besides the point. But one of my favorite things to do with them is lay on their bed and tell stories. Yes. You don't need space for that. You don't right. need money for that. You don't need toys for that. You don't need anything for that. All you need is your brain and your voice. And, and, I'll even, and lamb chop. Yeah, I pull out a puppet, lamb chop, good old lamb chop, and they laugh. And we can do, yeah. we can we've had some do of that our, for hours. We've had some of our deepest belly laughs with <laughs> lamb chop. <laughs> In their uh, in their bedroom, laying on their beds, you know, I'm on one side and they're on the other and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, I mean, it's not, you don't have to do it like us. We're just giving you examples. Yeah. So whatever the situation that you have, adjust it accordingly, you know. Um, it's just be intentional mm-hmm. with the time. It's not that you have to come home and spend seven hours with your kids. Yeah. But when you spend the 30 minutes or you spend the 45 minutes or the hour or whatever, be intentional with the time. You know, they one of the things that the boys love is when I come home, I don't do this every time, but it's the um, the old chase and scare them situation. 
And, you know, they either want me to be the monster and they run from me and I get them and tickle them or I hide from them and they have to try to find me and then I scare them and um, they just love it. But we only do it for we don't do it for two hours. I don't. I get tired. So it's like, but I'll do it for 30 minutes and they just, they love it. They soak in every second of that, you know, the suspense and the, the adrenaline rush and just like the whole time with daddy. And then they're like the next day they want to go, dad, can we do it again? Can we do it again? You know? And so it's just good quality time. Yeah. So even if you're in the car and you're, you know, make sure as a family, you do not pack your schedule so much. So with sports and dance and all these things, some of those things can be good but not so much so that you're neglecting this family time that you could never get back. But even if you're in the car going to church or going to work or going to school or one of these other activities, talk with them. Mm-hmm. How's it going? Give me more details. Start, uh, you know, having... Building a foundation yeah, with them. Yeah, building yes. that foundation. Yeah. And we, yeah, we could, we could, you know, keep going on with that if we wanted to in a... Um, but yeah, it's just, I mean, it, to be honest, like even myself coming home from work, you know, I'm tired. I don't want to do, I'll be honest, you know, it's like, I don't want to run around. I don't want to play, you know, it's not that, you know, there's t- certain days that I'm ready to rock and roll. You know, I'm ready to go. I'm ready, full energy with the boys. And then other times I'm like, just leave me alone. Let me <laughs> lay on the couch, eat a bag of chips and just call it a day. But do that ever but yeah but it's that feeling that you want to you know and so and so but that's not the point like it's not about me there are days that I do that right I I relax and just chill and just go you know let's just do snuggle snuggle time is quality time but you know it's like let's do rest day and stuff like that we do that we do that of course but but it's just like I gotta think you know and just tell myself look it's a it's it's about them it's about building this relationship and quality time with them um, and really just cherishing the moments because, you know, you turn around and next thing you know, they're gone. They're out of the house. So. Right. And, and the cool thing is if you push yourself, just like anything else, you're tired to go to work, but then you push through and you're glad you did it because you get a paycheck. So, um, or you don't feel like going to church, but you're glad you did once you finally get there because you feel the presence of God right. and you get to be encouraged by other believers. Okay. Just like that, you're exhausted. You don't want to talk with your kids. You don't want to play with your kids. But then you push through and you do it anyways, and you end up having a good time. Right. And you go to bed that night saying, that was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. So let's move on to point yeah, two. number so, two. Yep. Protect them. Protect them. This is so, so important. Yes. This is so important. And as our boys are getting older, we're even noticing how much more important this is. And so we are going to go into detail on a whole podcast on this topic of how to protect them, what things are out there that Mm -hmm. you guys don't even know about. Right. And, uh, or you do know about some, but not others or whatever. You need to protect your kids. Yes. All the way up until they're out of your house. So if they're teenagers, you Still need to protect them. Let me explain. Sometimes as parents, we equipped our teenagers, our kids, our whatever. uh, We equip them to become addicted to the internet, addicted to their tablets, addicted to pornography, 
we equipped them to do that. How do we do that? Well, we give them electronics without supervision. Mm-hmm. We don't we give monitor. them a TV in their room. Right. You should always know. I don't care if they're 18 years old, if they're living in your house, you should know every single thing that they watch. Every single thing. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, and it sounds like, to pro- it'll probably sound to people like it's micromanaging. Um, but we've even just noticed just through using like Netflix and just searching for a movie you know, um, the thumbnails, all you do is type in one letter and it tries to guess, you know, what movie you're looking for. And the thumbnails are half naked people and stuff like that. And, you know, I don't want my five and two year old and six year old seeing that. Yeah. Um, because we as adults should not see yeah, that. We don't That's even another podcast, but protecting them too, you know, so, so it's just, it's being, um, what, what, this is what cracks. This is a completely different, this is on top of the, this is, Okay. On topic. This is on topic, but a little side on that is that what's, what cracks me up is Christians are so scared to, to address sex with their 9-year-old or 10-year-old kids, but they don't monitor what they watch, and they don't care what movie or show they watch, mm-hmm. which has sex and, um, you know, uh, drug and alcohol influence and um, uh, cussing. So, you know, so, but we can't talk about sex yeah. in the proper way it's supposed to be, but we can let them watch whatever they want. Anyways, on that, because that's part of protecting, I've put on countless passion for purity, true love weights about uh, remaining pure before you get married and stuff banquets for, for years. And I, I go to the parents and I say, would you want your kids to participate in this you know this is a passion of mine i i would like you know we waited and and so i I want them to know scripture and everything parents tell me middle schoolers you know uh fifth graders sixth graders seventh graders oh my kids aren't ready for that but they go to public school they already know everything yeah they They already already know everything so you would think that you know guys you want your kids to have a healthy mindset with this. But that's yes. another that, you know, we'll go into more details with that on, on a specific but, podcast. Yeah, yeah. And so coming but, soon. But protecting them too is see and see what a lot of people what this what people don't realize is that kids don't know. Yeah. They don't know the right from wrong. They don't know any of this. So that's why we're he, that's why we're here as parents to protect them. To mm-hmm. teach them like protecting them is as simple as like we we went that way of like um as an example of social media and all that stuff. But, you know, protecting them is also saying, hey, don't touch the fire because it's hot, mm-hmm. right? So that's, un- this, you know, there's the the natural way of protecting them and in the sense, you know, like we just had a situation where we were over my, um, we were over my parents' house and they ran right over and, and tried to pick up a snake and it ended up being a copperhead. And it was a, it was a small little baby copperhead. And so um, thank the Lord that none of them- Oh, it could have been real bad. Neither one got um, bitten by the snake, but the point is, is that so then we had to sit there and teach them, hey, mm-hmm. don't do. We can't just go grabbing snakes. It's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a form of protecting them because they don't get it. They don't, you know, they're like, well, what's so bad about it? You know, mm-hmm. why? You know, well, Coyote Peterson does it. Well, you know, and then you got to explain. Well, he's a professor. So, so anyway, so we explain the situation by protecting them. Another way is, is that. They also don't understand the spiritual aspect of Christianity between good and evil. And kids are very sensitive to the spiritual realm. 
and you can say you believe it or you don't believe it. It doesn't really matter because I can tell you right now, just having my kids and the stuff that they say to us without us even talking about certain things with them um, tells you that they're very sensitive to the spiritual world. And so another form of protecting them is, um, you know, God has given us the Mm -hmm. armor of God. So we have this armor, right, to help us walk in our faith, mm-hmm. you know, and we have the shield and the breastplate and all that. So we have these things. Well, we can also use that armor of God to protect our kids with. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of variations here that, uh, well, not variations, but a lot of um, things that need to be addressed in protection. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the mind, protect them emotionally, you know. There's a, there's so much to this. So, mm-hmm. so protecting them is key. It's not yeah. micromanaging. It's just, it's understanding that do you got to do your best to make sure that our voice is louder than whatever it is in social media and TV and movies and what, and that, that technology world is very loud right now. The voice is like on a megaphone cranked to 10. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so it is. It is booming. It just be- so if it's loud in our, our in our head, then think about your young children, right? You know, your teenagers. And I and just to address, you know, we understand that some people may listen to this and say that we're just too extreme. You know, your kids are going to mess up. They're going to find out this stuff. You know, blah blah blah. We know that because I've done it. I've made wrong choices. I've made mistakes. I know what is possible. That's not the that's not what we're trying to do. We're not trying to prevent those mistakes from happening. What we're trying to do is make sure that when they get to those mistakes, they will make the right decision. Mm. And that decision is do I continue down this road or do I stop because I went too far and it's time to turn back. Right. Do I make this a life of Right. Or was it just a uh, a mistake? Yeah. Building, Big difference. Building the foundation. Right. Yeah, which we will get into that on number four. No, we got to do number three first, but with number four being consistent and right. talking about disciplining. Okay, um, number three, lead them. Yes. Lead them. And so what does that look like for us? I mean, one of the first things that come to my mind is that daily Bible time. Yes. I think that's so important. Well, we, we specifically as Christians, um, and... Uh, we say Bible's important. We say church is important. We even say God's important. However, we put all of that to the back burner, and uh, we get to it when we get to it. Mm-hmm. And we let we let church people teach our kids. So our, our and the the thing is always said: actions are louder than words. Mm-hmm. And so what that is communicating is louder than what you're saying. This is the whole loud preference here and so what we so one thing we do that deals with it's quality time Mm -hmm. it's protecting them Mm -hmm. but it's also leading them Mm -hmm. is um doing bible studies together as a family and it's so key to do it as a family yeah because if if jessica just does the bible studies with just the boys or i just do the bible studies with the boys after a period of time they're only going to um put okay god is mommy mm-hmm. not mommy and equals god right. but anything that deals with god mm-hmm. and christianity is mommy because she's the only one that does the bible studies dad doesn't care about it mm-hmm. it's not important to so him. then it's not important to me so then they go well it's not important to dad and they go well we want to be like dad 
then we're not going, we don't mm-hmm. care about it. Or mm-hmm. vice versa, right? It plays either way. Mm-hmm. So doing it together it's as good. a family shows that, hey, I think it's important. Mommy thinks it's important. And it's important that we all sit still and listen. Mm-hmm. And see, a lot of people don't realize this too. In the Bible study, not only are you training them um, biblically, right? Mm-hmm. And you're starting to create this nice foundation. Um, it also encourages us and refreshes us because of the Bible study, doesn't matter how basic it, it is, mm-hmm. right? It just solidifies things that we already know. But you're also training your kids to sit still, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, that's something that we've, you know, talked over um, in Raising Them Up, which is our podcast we did on um, parenting versus discipleship, which you need to check out if you haven't checked yeah. out. Parenting, yeah. Or discipleship is, is parenting. parenting. Just, you'll see it. Just go check it out. And so, um, you know, it's just... It's about like, so there's a lot in that moment, mm-hmm. you know, that you're creating, you're creating memories too. And it's not like, it's, it doesn't have to be this sit down, no one talk, you know, mm-hmm. but no, it's just like, hey, no, we sit down and we listen to the, the Bible story. But it can be so captivating. So some of you might say, well, I just don't even know how to do that. Right. We want to help you know how to do that. But that's another podcast. We're going to get into more of, it, yeah. You know, this podcast would just be really long if we. We went into all of that. Yeah, every little detail, but, absolutely. Um, you know, there's ways to make it so captivating. Yes. And so, I mean, when we have our boys in the main service, our oldest one is six, our youngest one is nine months. And so they shouldn't really be able to connect, according to the world, they shouldn't really be able to connect with the sermons, but they do. Yes. And they make comments and they say, well, uh, and they, they you know, they say the rest of the scripture or they say, oh, that's um, that's Moses or something like or that. Or that's King yeah. Nebuchadnezzer right. or, oh, he's about to say, you know, uh, these names or this or that. And they can connect with it. Um, and it's just really, really cool to see. Or they feel the authority that they can, um, if pastor says, does anyone want to pray? They feel like, like, I can do that. Right. I can talk to God. I right. know, I know what this is. And there's other ways too, like what um, before we have this Bible, which we can show in another mm-hmm. podcast when we go through this more. But another way that we've done Bible studies is that, um, you know, we have all boys, but you can use the same concept for even girls is that um, I called them superheroes of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so, see, I said Samson was like Captain America because of how strong he was. He's just like Captain America. Right. And then, you know, um, uh who was the other guy? I said, um, oh, you did one for everybody. I did. I did. I did a bunch. I, mm-hmm. man, it just, it literally just went blank in my head, which is crazy. But anyways, so what I did is I kind of like, because my boys love, you know, um, Marvel. So we let them watch like the little cartoon Marvels or like the Lego cartoons, you know, of, uh, Marvel and stuff like that of Avengers and stuff. So they love Captain America and Iron Man and, and, um, Spider-Man and stuff like that. And so, you know, what I did is I go, oh, well, you like Captain America. Well, you know, there's a guy in the Bible that's very similar to Captain America. And they like, it drew them in instantly. Mm-hmm. And I didn't pull out the Bible and I didn't go to like judges and I started reading the verse. I just explained the story to them in my own words. And what that did is that that drew them mm-hmm. in to ask more questions. Yeah. And so, so it's like enticing them a little bit as you go. And then, and then you go, okay, now let's read the Bible and we'll see what the Bible really says on the story. Yeah. So for your teenagers, okay, because a lot of times things are focused on your young ones 
And then some of you are probably like, well, I have teenagers, so that's not going to work. Okay. Right. For your teenagers, you need to sit down and do devotions, which are a time where we're talking about is pull out the Bible, pull out another book that they can connect with. Don't just give it to them. Yeah. Sit down and do it with, with them. them. Okay. Because you're addressing I, everything, quality yes. time, leading them, everything, protecting them, all this So stuff. many times I've talked to teenagers, hundreds of times, literally, and I've said, how many times, or how you doing on your devotions? Uh, not doing them. Okay. When was the last time you did them? Uh, okay. So that means the parents are not doing devotions with them. Right. Okay, this is a problem. Yes. This is a problem. Well, and this is where... We cannot We cannot say, well, why aren't you doing your devotions? Why aren't you doing your devotions? Uh, or why are you acting this way? Or why are you uh, vaping? Or why are you addicted to pornography? Or why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Well, we're not even sitting down, taking the time... To go over the Word of God. To go over the Word of God with them. And so, and with that, like teens, like ask them, you know, don't say we're going over Romans together. Yeah. You know, hey, what is there, what is there a specific thing that you would like to go over in the Bible? Now, if they're just like, you know, then you, then I, then I would come up with like five different topics. And it might be weird at first. It might be awkward at first. They might not like it, but that's okay. Right. You're sitting so far away. Oh, you miss me. But, like tonight, we said, "Boys, what do you what do you want to read tonight?" And Eli picked. Um, well, because we've gone through the the Bible the, three times. The Bible them. three times. The well, the the story Bible that we have, which is three times already this year. Mm-hmm. And so then we said, "Let's get more into the Word of God to really show them what the story says in the Bible." So we let them choose, and they chose Moses. But anyway, so the team, you know, the topics, you know, just. If they don't, if they don't have an idea, give them, come up with, say, okay, give me a couple days. I'm going to come up with some topics. And then you go, which topic would you like to go over this time? Oh, well, I'd like to go over this one. Okay. So then you go over it. You spend time with it. It doesn't have to be an hour long. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes long. Mm-hmm. You Make it even, five minutes. You could even something start that, small, work your way. As you are spending this quality time with your kids, if you notice that they are, um, Maybe they're lacking a, a self-esteem or they're being bullied or something like that. You can take a scripture out of the Bible, put it on a flashcard, tape it on their mirror. Or or I've even taken like lipstick or eyeliner and written on a mirror. Anyways, um, you can do that. And... <laughs> Anyways... Have that have it in their face, you know, so that they can read it and start memorizing and hiding in their heart. So then when those thoughts right. come back into their head, they have something to replace it with. Yeah. Yeah. And so get creative with it. I think a lot of people um, find that the Bible isn't relevant for today. And um, which is so in it's so a um, wrong mindset. The Bible is very relevant for today. It's just sometimes we get so locked in that we we try to we read the old times and go, how does it apply? And like, we do all this stuff. It's just, it's okay to get creative with it. I'm not saying change the, the, the doctrine of it. I'm not saying change that, but get creative with it. Like how I said, Samson's kind of like Captain America, but I still told the true story of Samson. Yes. 
You see what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I didn't change like, well, Samson did this and I didn't make up anything. I still told the true story mm-hmm. of it, but I, I related it to something that the boys could connect with. Mm-hmm. And that's what you have to do at any age. Even for us as adults, we do the same thing. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, that's good. So number four is be consistent. Be consistent. And so that's be consistent on quality time. Be consistent on leading them. Be consistent on protecting them. Right. Be consistent in discipline. Consistency so is huge. Huge. It's huge. It is they're, huge. They're watching and they're looking for that structure, that consistency. And um, so sometimes, you know, I want to throw in the towel with disciplining. I want to say it's not working. Right. Uh, you've heard me say that. It doesn't work. Right. We're not working. Right. A right? lot. A lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I want to do that. And um, because sometimes the way I've disciplined is stop doing this bad thing and do this good thing. So, for example, stop hitting your brother. Because, you know, I want them to stop hitting and to not hit or stop telling them, stop telling your brother what to do or whatever. And so you don't want it to be a performance, though. So you have to be careful how you discipline with that. But you need to be consistent on disciplining, following through. Whatever that may look like. Yes. Whatever that may look like. And so, um, yeah. So, yeah. But sometimes we're so focused on the here and now, getting to that good conclusion and then moving on with our day. But instead, we need to use those moments to teach them, mm-hmm. to be consistent, train to follow through. Train and instruct. Train and instruct. So instead of saying, um, you know, stop telling your brother what to do, we can say, okay, I keep, you know, pull him aside. I keep hearing you telling your brother what to do. And I know that feeling because I've had that feeling myself where I want to be in control of the situation. So I understand that. Mm-hmm. You get that from mommy. Okay. But, and so, it was an example. Oh. Okay. <laughs> but, but, and this is what, you know, we, we were born into um, a sinful world. And so mm-hmm. we have a sinful nature. And so blah, we're blah, 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 blah. Bad. Yeah, we're inherently yes. bad. And kind of explain that to them. Um, but Jesus, you know, bring it back. Well, bring it back to them. I, and so you're like, though, that's a lot to do, right? That's a lot to do all the time. Here's right. the thing. If you discipline, like stop doing this and do this, stop doing this and do this, you will be disciplining all the time. Right. If you use it as a teachable moment, it will feel like you are always disciplining, but eventually you will reach a moment, a monumental moment where they get it. They get it and they will stop and they will think and they will listen before they act. Because there's been many times where we've corrected our, our boys. And then you go, do you understand why we just corrected you? And they look at you and go, mm-mm. Okay, do you, well, because you weren't listening. Do you know what that means? No. You're like four years old. You, you know, know, so 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 you can't, like, I've been. You can't assume. She's caught me multiple times where I'm using, like, these big words. And she's just like, they're not going to get that, you know. And I'm like. I laugh. Like, so I, she I'm starts busting out laughing. And I'm kind of just like, oh, because gosh. Because it sounds like he's talking to, you know, a 25-year-old. Right, right, right. And so, but a good a good teachable moment we just had just recently. Mm-hmm. What? Um, the. uh do we want to go over kind of our little system real quick, just briefly, on what we do now, parenting-wise, like discipline-wise? 
Oh, if you want to, yeah. Okay, so just quickly, this is what we've done is um, that we've t- kind of taken the the um, we've taken the discipline off of Jessica's shoulders and we've put it on my shoulders. And whatever that discipline may be, it doesn't matter. It, it, if you're against spanking, fine. It, or if you're for spanking, fine. It, it, we're not we're not talking about that right now. Mm-hmm. We're just talking about correction and discipline and training and instruction. So what she does is, if the boys act bad, she has a name and she just puts an X. I just say. Uh, okay. okay. Oh, so that's how you're going to be? Okay. Boop. And she puts an X under their name. If they get three X's, I come home, I deal with the situation. And um, so it was just recently, a couple of days ago, um, the boys had three X's and I came home. And so I thought about it for, actually, I said, so, okay, so you got both, both boys had three X's, right? Eli and Cody. I don't know which time you're talking about. I can't about. remember. Either way. <laughs> and so, a lot of days and a lot of discipline. <laughs> so so what I did is I go, okay, oh, so what this does actually too is allow me to not react in anger. Yeah. Which also, if you want to talk about no anger you can't, and stress. You hours later, No right? anger and stress out parenting, check out that podcast as well. But um, so Good I come stuff. home and I just go, okay, so, so we misbehaved. She explains a little bit of the situation. So mm-hmm. I have a better understanding of why they got the X's, right? So I sat here and thought for a little bit, and I go, okay, well, I'll give you a couple of options, and then you choose. And that's, that's this will be your, your your you know, correction or punishment for the I situation. I was cringing, you guys. And so I said, okay, so I said, you know, what you have to do is get rid of uh, one of your, you know, favorite stuffed animals. So um, Eli grabs his favorite stuffed animal, and I mean, he was bawling his eyes out. Now- I just want you to know, I didn't lift a finger. Mm-hmm. I didn't hit. I didn't yell. Mm-hmm. I didn't spank. I didn't do nothing. Didn't I was actually holding our nine-month-old in my arms. And I just go, okay, if that's how we're going to be, give me your favorite stuffed animal. So Eli comes. He's crying his eyes out, right? Oh so he's gosh. crying his eyes out. Cody's crying his eyes out. And it wasn't even his stuffed animal. <laughs> Okay, so they're both just like bawling their eyes out. <laughs> I was so, bawling my eyes and out, and then Jessica's bawling her eyes out. So everybody's <laughs> no, just cr- everybody's was crying sad. in the family. Everybody was crying in the family besides <laughs> me. So, but no. So this is what happened, and this is where the teachable moment hit, right? And I honestly like it. Just kind of like I really felt like the um, just God kind of just spoke to me in this moment, right? The Holy mm-hmm. Spirit was just like, now this is where you teach. And so I had the the dog, and I had his favorite stuffed animal, which is a big fluffy dog. And so they're just like crying. Katie gave them. They're just crying. And so I said, I said, does this, does this hurt you? Like, do you feel hurt inside? You know, and they both nodded their head. And I go, are you upset that you had to give up your animal? And they go, yes, yes. And I go, okay. I go, when you act out and don't listen, that same feeling you have, mommy and daddy get. Mm. And their eyes went from this Crying to going. Mm-hmm. And then it went, you saw the light bulb click. And ever, actually, ever since then, they like, didn't understand. I think a lot of kids, teenagers, I don't think a lot of people understand until they have their own kids what it feels like. Right. And so it, it just hurts your parents. See, I could have, I could have came in and, you know, or anybody could have, and I could have you know, whatever, came in swinging fist or kicking or screaming and yelling and cussing and whatever you want to do, Yikes. right? And I'm just, I'm just being, you know, yeah, you, some people do. whatever, right? I could have came in, but there was no training in that. 
It was just instant reaction to the situation because you gave mommy a bad day. But mm-hmm. instead, I said they felt the they felt the discipline. They un, I explained why they got it because you were disobedient and not listening to mommy. Mm-hmm. But then from that that feeling of I'm losing this this hurt and pain, I was able to do it to train and instruct them and say that same feeling you have, mommy and daddy get when you don't listen. Mm-hmm. You know when you guys yeah. fight and and bully each other. And when you guys are rude and and so forth, and you just saw the light bulb, and now they're like completely different to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying they're perfect, but you just see like they now they're thinking a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't think at all, but they're thinking a little bit more. And so that's what we're trying to say is that being you know being consistent in these tra- in these moments, every moment, and see our voices are getting louder in their heads and in their hearts. Mm-hmm. Because we're spending the quality time with them. We're doing Bible studies with them. We're protecting them so that our voice is always the loudest. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about screaming wise Mm -hmm. louder. But that when I talk to them, they don't have the world louder in one ear. It's no, mommy and daddy's voices are louder in both ears. Mm -hmm. And so that's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's the whole point of being consistent. So then the next time they go, I just remind them and you keep, you keep, Hey, this is the way it is. This is the way it is. You're 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 on the line again. You're on the line again. Stop hitting this line. We can't hit that line. You just cross the line. Okay, now we got a problem. So you Yeah, know. and so so let me just say real quick as um, you know, if you're a mom listening and you want to What's the word? You want to implement the chart in your own house where, you know, if they misbehave, you do an X. If you get to 3 Xs, there's a discipline when daddy comes home. If you're a single mom, um, you know, you're implementing maybe at the end of the day, you, you know, add up the X's and, you know, you can still do that. But here's the thing. Um, I explained to the boys, I only give you an X when it's something that I have already spoken to you about, you know, very well that you should not be doing. Right. I do not expect you to be perfect. And right. so for example, today, we explain that all the time, yeah, yes. For example, today they were fighting, going back and forth fighting, mm-hmm. but then they worked it out because we've been teaching them how to work it out amongst themselves and stuff like that, but I'm listening all the time. They worked it out because they worked it out by themselves. I didn't give an X. Now they fought and they were going at each other, but, but see, I get upset sometimes. He gets upset sometimes. Mm-hmm. We fight we sometimes. Can't, yeah. We can't expect our kids to be perfect when we're not even perfect okay so I explained to them it's not about being perfect it's about getting it together you know not living a life of of you know this sin or whatever um it's you know so it's not you're arguing and fighting all day you have moments of that you have moments of irritation and stuff like that um also if they lie to me and then they come back around and tell me I lied to you then there's still a there's st- we still do correction because mm-hmm. lying to us is very bad. Yes. Um, but it may not be as severe and we because say, they understood you. that they mm-hmm. they they did that. Um, so yeah. So and then but as a single mom or single dad or whatever that does this, you can still do the same system. And then what you do is it it allows you to not react in anger. You do the X's and you say, hey, if we get the three X's. 
Okay, then at the end of the day, if you have three X's, then this is what is what this is just the what's you going to happen, and you whatever. stay consistent with it. Mm-hmm. If you have to stay, and you consistent. have to. You can't do it one day and then the next day you go, ah, uh, whatever. No, every day you just got to do it. And if you if you tell them, hey, because of this, I mean, one thing that devastates sometimes our boys is going to bed early because they miss out on snuggle time and family movie night or whatever, and we go, sorry, you're going to bed early. I mean, it devastates them. But I can't say you're going to bed early for the rest of the week, but only let them do it one day. Mm-hmm. I go, no. You go to bed early every um, every day for a week until we see improvement or whatever. You know, So you just you do whatever, but it's all about Being consistency. Consistent. And that's mm-hmm. with everything. Bible studies, quality time, consistency. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take a lot of time out of your... It, it, you know, you don't need to pour out hours and hours out of your day mm-hmm. that's right all right so do an end in prayer and um and we will be well, following up on more detailed podcasts right and so if you didn't get the four points the four points was number one quality time number two End time um uh protect them number three lead them lead them number four be consistent be consistent yeah. I think you had that backwards. No, I didn't. Is it wasn't it um spend time? Oh, you did have it. Look at you go. Thank you, thank you. She's a professional. So yeah, um so we'll we'll end with some prayer. Let's, Let's do get that. Down the business. Oh. So um ready? Mm-hmm. Well Lord, we just pray that you um just keep moving in um our lives. But also those that are listening and watching this, God, that you just um, just bless them, give them a strength and a um, um, a peace as they uh, want uh, as they're learning and growing as a family, as a as a couple, as a single mom or a single dad. Lord, just give them strength and peace. Um, help them, uh, give them wisdom and understanding in the situations to be able to to speak correctly to their kids and to help train and instruct them to to lay down these the this a solid foundation a healthy foundation and um um if they need to make changes or whatever the the case may be for their family lord give them the strength and courage to do so and we just um love you in Jesus name amen amen well we thank you guys for joining us on squeaky tree podcast that's right that's right and we will see you guys on the flips. Flops. <laughs>